Hello, hello, and welcome to The Art of Being You with me, Rachel Wortman. You guys, this podcast is all about learning to be who God created you to be, embracing that person, and ultimately living your best life with Jesus. We've got a lot of great content today, so let's get to it in The Art of Being You. Welcome to the podcast, and welcome to The Art of Being You. Listen, for today's episode, I thought it would be fun to continue exploring our most popular episode so far, which is episode number three, Pushing Through the Opposition. And I think that episode is the most popular because everyone feels like there's opposition in their life. It doesn't matter your ethnicity, your economic status, your religious beliefs, your you know, likes on Instagram, your, you name what would categorize you, whether you're married or a parent or a single person or whatever, everybody feels opposition in their life. And I was thinking about today's episode and I thought, you know, I want to talk about another type of opposition that we face that we didn't cover in that particular episode. And it's this, when people just don't like you, like they just don't, you can be doing everything right. You can be doing everything to love them and present your best self to them and et cetera, et cetera. And at the end of the day, it's just not going to work. There's a lot of resource out there for how to win friends and influence people, how to make people like you, et cetera. But the reality is if you're going to be your true self, if you're going to perfect the art of being you, then eventually will come a day where people have done that for themselves And both of you are at essentially a stalemate where you just don't get along. What do you do then? How do you navigate that? That's what we're exploring in today's episode. So I want to tell you this story that a counselor told me that was really interesting. And he said it like this. He said, I don't like to eat breakfast. I never have. I'm the kind of guy who wakes up in the morning and all I want is a cup of coffee and I don't eat until lunchtime. He said, I'm not hungry. It's just, you know, you could put my favorite foods in front of me. I'm not going to eat it. I'm just not a breakfast person. And he said when he got married, his wife's family, their dynamic was a big breakfast family. So when they would do holidays and get togethers and whatnot, that morning, grandma would be in the kitchen frying up bacon and making eggs and waffles and pancakes and all the things that make breakfast amazing. And he wouldn't want to eat it. And he said, of course, I obliged for the first couple of years. Of course, I would cordially say, oh, thank you, and I would eat a little bit, and then I would feel sick the rest of the day, but I didn't want to rock the boat. And eventually, a couple years into their relationship, he started thinking, you know, I like your family. I don't want to not be around them, but I'm not myself there because I have to eat breakfast. And he said, I'm going to talk to them, and I'm going to say, hey, listen, I don't eat breakfast in any other world in any other place of my world, and I don't want to do that here. So he had this conversation with the family, and he said, you know, I want you to know I love your cooking. It's not about that. It's just that I don't eat breakfast, so when we get together next week, I'm not going to be eating breakfast, so don't feel obligated to make extra just for me. The grandma and the family said, okay, fine, whatever. Well, what happens when they wake up that morning of the get-together? Of course, he's sitting at the table with his coffee, and Grandma brings out the plate and starts to load his plate with breakfast foods. And he politely just pushed the plate aside and didn't eat it. He had already had the conversation. It's not like she didn't know. 
And I remember listening to this story and thinking, how could you do that? Come on, man, just eat the breakfast. That's what was in my mind. And as he began to unpack this, essentially what he was saying is, I have to make the decision that I'm going to be myself in every setting that I'm in, even though being myself is going to affect other people sometimes negatively. It's a hard pill to swallow, right? It's a hard thing to think through. Now, how many things in your world are you compromising to keep the peace but they're actually things that you just don't do. I can tell you in my world, even still today, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of things that are just easier to just deal with on the short term, but in the long term, the consequence is that you don't really feel known. You don't really feel celebrated, and you certainly don't feel like you have permission to be who you are. I don't understand why people feel like it's okay to oppose who you are. Now, I'm not talking about when it affects them, but I'm talking about something over breakfast, right? Why is this something that we get ourselves in a tizzy about? While I'm not sure that I can answer that question for you, I can give you some thoughts of how to interact with people when they just don't like you. So here's my number one tip for you. I've got three of them, but here's number one. You have to learn to just be okay with it. You have to learn to be okay with the fact that some people are inherently different from you and that's not right or wrong. It just is. In fact, in a lot of ways it is right because if we think about how we're all made in the image of God, God is not a one note God. He is not monotone. He doesn't express himself in only one color. He is so diverse that it requires all the people of the earth to be made in his image to come together to be an accurate reflection of him, right? And so if that's the case, then the people that you have a hard time with, some of the things in them are actually reflections of God's character. Now, I'm not talking about toxic people, and I'm certainly not negating the need for boundaries in your life, but I am saying that some people are inherently different from you, and that's not wrong. It's just different. And what we have to learn is to be okay with that. But here's where it's hard to be okay with that. Are you ready? It's when we are looking for validation for ourselves through humans. Human beings were never designed and have not been given the place of authority to give you validation to be who you are. Now, your mom and dad are the exception to that. Your parents or the ones who got entrusted to raise you are the ones who he has given a measure of authority to validate you and speak identity into your life. But by and large, the population of the world does not exist to make you feel better about yourself. I know that might sound a little bit harsh, but we so often look to other people to give us sort of kudos or like validation or props to be, you know, feel more comfortable with who we are when that was never their assignment or their job in the first place. That's God's place in our life. So I have some people in my world and I've had some over my years of ministry for sure, where no matter what I would do, we're just so different it's really hard to feel connected. I remember one person in my life where it's like all the reasons why we should be friends are there. We have similar upbringings. We have similar interests. We have similar hobbies. But yet the approach to life is so night and day different that I find myself in conversations with this person or people like them, my head feels like it's spinning and I'm reaching for some sort of common ground, but there is none. 
And then you have a choice to make when you feel that way, right? You have a choice. You can choose to bash that person and sort of murder them with your words. Now, I know that's extreme, but think about it. And we can sort of cut them down and make them the ones who are wrong so that we are inadvertently telling ourselves that our perspective is right. Or the other thing we can do is just agree to disagree. We can just agree that what they're pursuing in their life is not wrong. It's not unbiblical. It doesn't, you know, it's not my job to correct that in them. It just is. But it's also just different than me and my focus. And because of that, I can love and I can bless and I can be kind, but I don't have to feel like there's this deep connection there. So what you're hearing me say is giving you permission to be okay with not being friends with everybody in your world. I know it's uncomfortable. I don't know what it is about our upbringing. Maybe it's the American high school culture of, you know, wanting to be the most popular or the prom king or queen or whatever, but there's something in us that feels like we need to stay at peace with all the people around us, that we need to make sure that everybody thinks highly of us all the time, but that's just not possible. But the thing is, when that's not possible, we either go internal to ourselves or external to them, but there is a third option. There is a middle ground between those two where you can actually celebrate who they are. You can recognize who God has made them to be and the uniqueness of that, especially the parts that are unique to them that are different from you. And you can leave it at that. Now, here's the other part that's really tricky. When people don't like you and they want you to know they don't like you, right? I mean, that's a whole different category of itself. I've had experiences in my life and there's too many to even get into on this podcast, but you know, situations where I'm doing the best to my ability, I'm trying to love them. I'm trying to be kind to them. I'm trying to be myself in the midst of conversations. I'm trying to be myself in the midst of gatherings, et cetera. And at the end of the day, they just don't like me and they just want me to know it. And maybe they don't want me to know it by coming right up to your face and saying, I don't like you. But they do it by being argumentative towards you. They do it by jabs you hear. They do it by saying rude things about you behind your back, that kind of stuff, right? And that's a hard thing to navigate because here you are, your best intentions are fully aware, at least you're aware of them to yourself. Here's the thing about people, right? We all judge ourselves by our motives, but we judge everybody else by their actions, Let me say that one more time. We all judge ourselves by our motives, but we judge everyone else by their actions. So what does that mean? That means when I'm assessing how I handled myself in a certain situation, 100% I am calculating my motive as a very large factor in how I did. In other words, if my intention was for good, if my intention was to resolve the conflict, if my intention was to try to be clear and concise, but also firm in a good way, but also bringing us about to a place of resolve, then if I went off the rails a little bit and was a little too snarky or a little too intense or maybe threw an accidental jab in there, I'm a lot more inclined to excuse those, quote, minor offenses because the motivation of my heart was totally good. Now, if I'm watching this conversation unfold between myself and another person, I can't see their motives, right? 
I don't know why they bring up the way they bring up and what they bring up, etc. And so I want to judge them by their actions. Well, you said this, and therefore you must mean X, Y, Z. And it's very hard to gauge the motivations of another person. Now, maybe you're like Mary Poppins or, you know, Pollyanna or someone that has never had conflict with other people in your life. But chances are that's not true. So here's my question to you. How are you doing with being okay with people not liking you? And is it everybody that doesn't like you? Or is it just one or two people that you just don't get along with? Now, if it's everybody that doesn't like you, well, maybe there's some things in your approach that need to be tweaked. Maybe there's some things in your heart that need to be, you know, redeemed, etc. But if it's just one or two people, I just want to give you permission right now. You don't have to like them. You might have to work with them. You might have to go to church with them. You might have to be in small group with them. You might have to rub elbows from time to time, but you don't have to like them. You don't have to feel obligated to invite them to your birthday party. You don't have to feel obligated to invite them to every lunch gathering that's happening for your office, but you do need to assess how to love them and also how to be okay with yourself in that setting. Now let's go back to the story I told you at the beginning about the breakfast, right? This is such an interesting story, and I'm so curious to know how many of you are cringing while you're listening to this. Again, I remember just sitting there listening to the story, and I was cringing because I was thinking, it's so much better to do small white lies to someone's face. Now, I didn't word it like that, but essentially that's what I was thinking, right? It's so much better to just put up with something which is like a little white lie to someone's face and then leave and be okay with you know, adjusting yourself back to who you are. And in this particular counseling session, I was having a conversation about some people in my life that were just really, really hard for me to be around. And we had two little kids at the time. And I remember the counselor saying to my husband and I, and he said, listen, if you don't learn how to be yourself in this setting, your kids will realize very soon that mom and dad change when these people come around and that mom and dad become like someone else. And he said, is that the message you want your kids to get? Oh, are you kidding me? It was so convicting. Is that the message I want my kids to get? That there's just certain people who we don't have the confidence or the courage to confront. And because we don't, then we just, we become the doormat and we just let go of who we really are. Heck no. But then that requires us having to confront, right? It's hard, but it's doable and it's worth it. So here's my thoughts, just in summation for you about how to deal with people who don't like you. Number one, learn to be okay with it. Learn to be okay with it. You can use the perspective of God presenting himself to something different in you. You can use whatever perspective you need, but just get yourself to a place where you're not trying to become someone different to seek validation from someone you probably just aren't you know, you don't need to be friends with at all. So number one, learn to be okay with it. Number two, don't, this is good. Don't become someone else for their approval. Don't mistake that their opinion is more important than it really is. So again, this is really nuanced in what the relationship with that person actually is. But if it's a coworker, a friend, someone you go to church with, you are under no obligation to change yourself to get their approval. In fact, that is true no matter who it is, right? 
you have permission by God to be on a journey with Jesus, becoming your best self. And in that, there's going to be people along the way who just don't like it. So don't make that mistake. Don't mistake that you have to change something in you so that you can get your approval or validation from that other person. Listen, I'm telling you, the world is a big place. What does that mean? That means there are enough people out there in the world to be for you and not against you. Okay. So the small pocket of people you're around right now, they may not get you. They may not understand your humor. They may not understand your approach. They may not understand the way that you eat or the diet that you keep or whatever, the hours that you sleep, you know, who cares? They may not understand that, but that's okay. Because there are people out there who will. So don't make the mistake that you need to change so that you can get their opinion. And then number three, this is so, so important. You got to learn to love people anyway. Listen, guys, one of the most powerful things you can do in your life is to be radically you in the midst of them. To learn how to be radically who you are in the midst of other people who don't get you, who don't like you, who just aren't interested in you. This is really hard when it comes to family, and I totally get that. But in friend environments and work environments, guys, you will send shockwaves through the spiritual realms if you can learn to just be who you are, not have to go after everybody else and try to change them, and just be you. It's so powerful. Learning to love people in that way is revolutionary, and I encourage you to do that. Do whatever it takes to be able to do that. So these are my thoughts for you. Be okay with it. Don't change just for someone else's approval and love anyway. Listen, guys, love is the most powerful force on the earth, hands down, because God is love. So when you say, this is who I am, I don't eat kale, for example. In my world, I'm like, I'm not a terrible eater, but I'm not an uber healthy eater, and I'm really okay with that. That doesn't mean that I don't spend time with people who are vegan or super healthy. It doesn't mean that I won't share a meal with them. I will. But at the end of the day, you're not going to see me snacking on a handful of kale and living my best life doing that. It's just not going to happen. But if I can be authentically who I am, then what I'm doing is I'm giving you permission to do the same. And when both of us are who we are, there's this beautiful unity that comes and God comes on display and there's nothing better than that. So I'm telling you, that's the goal with the people that don't like you and with the people that you don't like, work yourself to get to a place where you are just okay with being you and you give them permission to do that as well. And you can leave those interactions and just leave them as they are. So that's what I've got for you today. If you've got questions or you need help, you can reach out to me, no doubt about it. You can find me, as I always tell you, on Instagram or Facebook under Rachel Wartman, and you can shoot me a private message through there, or you can email me, or if you've got my phone number, you can text me, or however you need to get in touch. But listen, if people don't like you, that's okay, all right? It's okay. Don't lose sleep over it. Some people are just not meant to be your friend, and maybe that's the only thing you need to hear on this podcast, and I hope it's helpful for you. So until next time, be blessed. So you've just listened to The Art of Being You with Rachel Wortman. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my podcast. And listen, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and rate or review this podcast on wherever you're listening from. Also, share it with a friend. Help me get the word out. Until next time, be blessed.